How are we doing, everybody? And welcome back to the Zen Sports YouTube channel. My name is Ryan Hebert, Community Manager here at Zen Sports. Today, I have the pleasure once again to sit down next to Mark Thomas, our CEO and co-founder of Zen Sports, and also Zen Sportsia, the metaverse for the future athlete and gamers alike. Today, we are talking about a few things. Uh, the biggest thing on our list, though, is that we have our final day of whitelist signups happening right now. It is ending at 12 midnight. Um, we are very, very excited for this, and uh, it's been a long time coming. The past uh, about six weeks have been jam-packed between myself and the rest of the team working as hard as possible to make sure that we have some sort of uh, really fantastic product for all of you out there. Uh, we, we've hired a blockchain engineer. They've hired myself, a community manager, and they've hired an artist on staff to be a part of this project, really a product. Okay. No, let's, let's just get rid of that word. I know it's still in my vernacular, but I'm going to try to get rid of it as much as possible. Um, anyways, I just want to say this before we start. And I ask how you're doing, Mark folks, we have a special announcement at the end of this broadcast. So be sure to stick around because we're, we're, it's not going to be too long, but it, this, this last announcement, it's going to be big. And I think it's going to be what's separating the cream from the crop here. If you get what I mean. So Mark, how are we doing today? Amazing. How are you today, Ryan? I'm doing great. I'm very, very excited to have you here with us. It's always a pleasure. And uh, I, I just want to dive right into this. So pre-sale whitelist is closing tonight, 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. So what does that mean for folks uh, when it, when it comes to pre-sale and public sale if they don't know the difference? Yeah, so the pre-sale essentially gives you a few benefits of being able to mint NFTs uh, during the NFT drop next week uh, earlier uh, than anybody else. Uh, and also at a cheaper price uh, than anybody else. So we're doing our pre-sale mint at uh, 0.1 ETH uh, per NFT and our public mint at 0.15 ETH per NFT. So for those of you uh, math voices out there, that's a 33% savings uh, that you can get by buying in the pre-sale versus the public sale. Also, you just get first crack at it, right? Um, and while you are limited to purchasing five per mint, you can actually mint as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. So you theoretically could buy 50 or 100 of them uh, if, if you so choose to do so, um, which gives you, again, first crack at it for anybody else. Uh, so with those two benefits uh, in mind, um, you know, we obviously recommend people to get on the, on the pre-sale whitelist um, so they uh, can save some money and uh, have first... Uh, crack at it uh, next week. That's pretty cool. And I, I like that folks are able to hop on beforehand, get a little bit of a cheaper price. I mean, that's kind of just how NFTs work. Uh, but for us, we're taking it a step further, I think. And we're saying, listen, uh, we we recognize that uh, public sale and pre-sale, they're different. And most, most uh, groups, organizations do that sort of thing. Um, but I'm I'm getting so excited for that last announcement here. I'm just going to I'm going to keep myself keep myself steady, Mark. Keep myself steady. Yeah. So, let's yeah. talk about the minting logistics of the NFT drop here cuz uh you know, tonight's the last last day. Why is there so much of a gap between right now and the 28th? Because that's isn't that four extra days for people to sign up on the whitelist? So, uh no, cuz on the development side, we have to take all those whitelisted uh, ETH addresses and actually put them into the smart contract to be able to mint during gotcha. the pre-sale. Okay. Uh, so there's some development work that goes into that, uh, trying to save us from working this weekend uh, so that we can be all refreshed and ready to go for Monday morning when the pre-sale happens. Uh, so that's the reason why uh, we have to cut off the um, 
uh, the, the whitelist signups uh, tonight so that all day tomorrow, our engineer can focus on getting those uh, whitelisted uh, Ethereum addresses into the smart contract. That makes sense. I didn't know that. That's probably why I'm not a blockchain engineer, Mark. So uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's it's. I'm here, to, I'm here to educate and entertain. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's entertaining to me. I'll tell you that uh, because <laughs> you know it's it's not only answering questions for myself, but uh, for folks who may not be as familiar with NFTs. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Mark. When you guys brought me on, you were looking for somebody who knew how to engage community, knew how to build community, social media, and also you looked for some NFT experience. And, you know, my NFT experience was light. Uh, luckily, I had uh, a really great friend of mine in our back in my back pocket. Um, his name is Jackson Barr. He knows a ton about NFTs. And to this day, he's helping us out on this project, giving us advice on what we're doing. Um, but, you know, there's still things that I don't know. And I think that's a lot of people still. I think there's still a lot yeah. of steps to be taken. So if you're looking that's for cool. more, more education and more knowledge on what NFTs are, the benefits, that sort of thing, earlier this week, myself and Mark sat down. We had a whole long talk about what it means to have an NFT utility, which is a, just a fancy word for benefits and kind of like a membership for, for the product that we're creating. And it's a great, great sit down between the two of us to really just go over uh, what we're doing and what we're trying to do and what we are going to accomplish, not what we're going to accomplish. It's what we are doing because yeah. our roadmap has specific dates. And I, I think I love that little note, right? I love the fact that We've got our specific dates out on the roadmap, which is viewable on Zensportia.com. All of our info is viewable on there. A roadmap, though, uh, for folks who may not know, is basically uh, it splits the year into four quarters, uh, similar to a financial breakdown. And it shows all of the plans, goals, steps, and achievements that we have planned along the way for this pro uh, product. See, I'm catching myself almost saying project here, Mark. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. So yeah, okay. uh, the roadmap details everything out in extreme, extreme detail. And actually, I was talking to a buddy of mine last night who just signed up on the whitelist, who happens to be a bartender at my local bar. And I was telling him about the fact that we've got these specific dates. We're a fully docs team with a Nevada gaming license. So we are a real company. And, uh, you know, I told him everything else, and he was like, wow, I'm sold. Uh, where, where do I go to be a part of this fantastic pro product? I was like, yeah, just go sign up on the whitelist. I texted him the type form link, uh, which is in our Twitter bio on Zensportsia uh, uh, for Twitter. And also, you can just do that online uh, ending today on Zensportsia.com. So be sure to go sign up for that. Now, we are also releasing a Zen Sports Play app. How does this differ from the product that Zen Sports already has, which is the Zen Sports US betting app? Because I know that there is probably going to be a little bit of confusion because players in the past who have participated in our esport tournaments have had to go through that app to play in the tournaments in the bracket that we have there. Right. So we launched our sports betting app, um, geez, now almost three years ago mm -hmm. uh, in early 2019. And it was entirely focused on sports betting um, and all the features that we had within that. And then about 15 months ago uh, uh, is when we brought uh, Jacob Schrader, who's our GM of esports and gaming, uh, into Zen Sports. And we began hosting esports tournaments using these old rec sports uh, tournament features that we had from way back uh, five years ago when we first launched Zen Sports. So Zen Sports originally started as a meetup recreational sports app helping connect people to meet up to play sports in person um, for money and for fun. So leagues, tournaments, pickup games. And we basically revived those features 
uh, redesigned them, rebrought them back to life, made them fancier, nicer, better, all that good stuff, and began hosting the esports tournaments um, that we have now been doing every single week for the last what, 15 to 16 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, when you put that into a uh, another product like we did with the betting app, you just aren't going to get that full customized user experience for the esports tournament features um, that you would if it had its own app. So for example, with the betting app, you've got everything geared towards betting. And then you really had to kind of go dig under the more menu and uh, you know a couple of screens before you'd eventually get to the core features that you were actually trying to use in the first place if you were playing or spectating on these esports tournaments. And so what we did uh, a few weeks ago uh, was we spun out the all the esports tournament features and our cryptocurrency trading exchange into its own app uh, called Zen Sports Play, uh, which is now separate from our Zen Sports betting app. And uh, the Play app uh, is uh, was launched on iOS a few weeks ago, um, and uh, Android. Uh, the Google Play Store was being a little finicky. We got a couple of things ironed out with them, mm-hmm. um, and so the the Play uh, the Google uh, app is the Android app is coming out uh, in the next couple of days. It's already been submitted for review, uh, and so it's really awesome because uh, now uh, all of the esports tournament uh, players and spectators get their own customized experience when they sign up under the Zen Sports Play app um, for specifically um, esports tournaments. And so they don't have to kind of figure out and navigate uh, to something, you know, that uh, isn't as pertaining to them. So it's great. Uh, it's awesome. Um, and it's obviously only going to continue to get better over time. Um, and so with this release, we, we do releases every two to three weeks, uh, which we post on our product updates page on our website. Um, and so anyway, so when we first launched the app a few weeks ago, the new play app, um, you know, that had all the features that the uh, esports tournaments within the betting app has. And then uh, this release that we just did um, yesterday has uh, some new awesome features as well, too. So for example, um, automatic payout of prize money. Mm -hmm. So when you win a tournament, uh, now we don't have to, you don't have to wait for us to manually go in and add that to your wallet within Zen Sports. It just automatically goes there. So if you took second place and won $500 $500 or one a million sports tokens or, you know, 0.01 BTC, whatever it might be, uh, the funds will be there right for you to withdraw right away. Uh, as well as some other cleanup features that we did uh, too for both directors and players and uh, spectators. So um, yeah. And every two to three weeks, we're going to be continuing to, you know, roll out new stuff. And I think, uh, yeah, I think we should, we should actually talk about the product roadmap that we've got coming up. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, this roadmap, like I said, is extremely detailed and what's, uh, what's coming up here for the future. A quarter one is basically almost done. And I, we have delivered on every aspect of that roadmap, which I think is really impressive because a lot of, we, we've joked about this, Mark, we talk about how lots of projects like to promise the biggest and tallest things in the world in terms of uh, a quarter one project and either one they don't they don't land on those promises and then uh, all of a sudden those promises get shifted to quarter two or at worst quarter four right they push it to the end of the year and say yeah we had we had big goals but uh, actually we think it's going to be better if we just push this so that we uh, we don't make it rushed which is a right. legitimate I think can be a legitimate excuse if the product that you are creating requires the time needed but if you're promising something 
something in quarter one, especially when you're a real company like Zen Sports, there's more to it than just, oh, we're an organization with a few people who want to get together and sell a JPEG and make some money. Uh, no, we're a full-on fledged company, fully docs, right. team members, and there are investors and people involved in the company, especially those that are investing in our product, which is Zen Sports, yeah, our new NFT drop. Uh, they have an expectation that stuff is going to come out and happen for them ASAP. And so we're delivering on that. We're, we're not sitting back and saying to ourselves, well, we can just delay as long as we want and make people just wait because people keep moving on. Human nature says that we want the next best thing. And if we're here to deliver that and then to say, oh, actually, no, we're not going to do that. People just move on. They, they go find the next best thing. And so yeah. here we are delivering the next best thing. It's dropping in just four days for the pre-sale. But what can we expect uh, once we get on that mint list? Like what's, what is the first biggest thing on the roadmap that you'd like to point out, Mark, uh, that's yeah. that's going to be big? So, so a couple of things. So we have a roadmap published on our website, which anybody can go to zensportsia.com and check out. Those are a lot of the high level things uh, that we're doing, uh, but we also get more granular than that too. Um, and so maybe we don't post kind of every little feature, of course, that we do, but um, you know, the, the high level stuff is in there. Um, and there's also going to be a couple new things since we published the roadmap last, which was, I think, two or three weeks ago, yeah. some additional things that we're going to be doing this year also. So a couple of things I want to highlight here. So we obviously talked about the play app launch, um, earlier this month. We already did that. That's good to go. That's awesome. Uh, you know, continue to add new features like we did. The next thing that we're going to do for the play app specifically uh, is target the product marketing messages like emails, push notifications to be focused on esports right now. Even if you sign up on the play app, you're still getting some of the uh, other sports betting uh, like emails and announcements and stuff. You might not care about that. So we're going to be adding um, some product marketing specific stuff tailored towards esports. Um, the other really awesome thing that we're going to be starting to work on, which will be coming out in May, and that is not on the roadmap on the website, um, but we've talked about this, is a membership portal. Um, and so uh, we talked on the you know podcast earlier this week about how membership and clubs and loyalty and rewards are so very important for NFT holders. And we care about that, that we want to actually build out a special section of the, of the mobile app that's catered specifically to, uh, you know, membership benefits and uh, real-time discounts, rewards, programs, perks, et cetera. So that should be coming somewhere around second or third week of May, uh, which we're super excited about. Uh, we hoping to uh, launch additional cryptocurrency uh, wallets within our app. Right now, we just have four uh, dollars, uh, sports tokens, Bitcoin, and ICX. Mm -hmm. uh, we hope, and hope to add additional uh, tokens as well, too. Um, and then I think kind of the other biggie um, that's coming around the end of Q2 in June is our own NFT marketplace. So given that we already have a lot of those types of features built, like our peer-to-peer -peer sports betting marketplace, our cryptocurrency trading marketplace, we're really just a hop, skip, and a jump away from creating an NFT marketplace. Um, so look for that to come in uh, towards the end of Q2. And then, of course, um, so that's all on the product side. We obviously have a lot of other marketing initiatives as well, too. Uh, the esports tournaments that we're doing every week, uh, the, the other promotions and giveaways and contests that we will have for NFT holders. Um, until that membership portal is ready in May, um, you know, we'll be announcing those via our social media channels and Discord and so forth. Um, so people can keep up with those. But we got a lot of great things planned. Uh, for our customers uh, that uh, purchase NFTs uh, as well, too. So, yeah, just uh, super, super stoked uh, for 
all the great things that we have coming up. Um, and then if you want to check out what's ha- coming in Q3 and Q4, you can definitely do that by going to our website. It's on sportsia.com. You know, I want to ask you and deep dive a little bit into this more. So uh, two things that are sticking out to me right now with what you just said, Mark. The NFT product marketplace, which is, uh, in my mind, when I hear that, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you are attempting to make a NFT marketplace that you can access from your phone within the app that kind of works like OpenSea, except it's probably going to have a simpler interface. It's probably going to be a, a lot easier to use than just trying to do everything with OpenSea. Uh, it, it sounds like you guys could seriously, and I say you guys, it sounds like that we we could seriously take away one of the biggest challenges with NFTs, which is the barrier to entry. If we can make the barrier to entry with this marketplace as easy as possible, you know, if, if we're able to connect a wallet, someone's MetaMask wallet, with the click of a button on their phone, I think that's mind-blowing. You know, stuff like that would make it so, so, so simple and so accessible for us to have uh, a marketplace. And yeah. uh, having this SynSports Play app as well, my background, Mark, I, I, I think you know this. You know, before I came on with ZenSports, I've worked with several different uh, tournament operations uh, organizations and companies. So I've, I've got a big and long history uh, with, uh, uh, I think it's ES... I want to say CSL Collegiate Sports League, which is one of the largest esports league for uh, leagues for colleges and universities. They use uh, you know Battlefy Challenge. I was a part of another site called Mainline.gg. They have their own tournament hosting software. So these two big ideas that you guys are doing, that we are doing here at Zen Sports, these are huge, huge things that are you know already market dominated i would say by these bigger companies but yeah. the same thing could be said about sports betting you've got fanduel you've got DraftKings, but you say you know ah away with those you know why do we need to focus on these other products when we can we can come together and create something that's a lot simpler an easier interface um i know that with the play uh, functions and aspects being on the betting app, at times there w- there were glitches and there were things that were going on on that app just because there was so much built into the product that you know it was just busting at the seams waiting for its own app. And so here we are. I assume that you know with the with the proper time and uh, and love that was put into this new app, you know players can expect a better UI experience, uh, a better app, and uh, overall just a place for them to follow. Foster their esports love and uh, hopefully, you know, uh, win some prizes in our tournaments. Uh, that's that's what I'm hoping for and looking towards uh, as we move towards the future. Yeah, I mean, let's say we had kept the esports tournaments uh, within the same betting app uh, that we already had for quite some time. Then I think what the issue is is that it's just so. I mean, they're not two totally different audiences, but they're they're different audiences. And so you know, you don't you want to be giving each customer demographic essentially when you look at a product, you want to be giving each customer demographic its own customer experience. And so um, you know, if you look at again, you know, some other companies say DraftKings, right? They have their daily fantasy sports uh, app is one app. They have their sports betting app is another app. They have their um, iGaming casino online casino mobile app as a third yep. app. And so, you know, if you try to yes do too much within something, especially on your phone where you have limited screen size and limited space, um, you're just going to run into too many issues. And so that was fine because we we didn't know when we launched our esports tournament features again 15, 16 months ago if that would end up turning into a thing. And it has more than turned into a thing; it's turned into a big thing for us. Yeah. And so we didn't want to go off and build a separate app 
at the beginning because you don't know if that's going to be uh, you know worthwhile and worth your time. But it obviously turned out to be worthwhile, um, and so you know the time was now uh, for us to, or I'd say a month ago, uh, which is when we did it, mm-hmm. for us to do that. And so it's it's awesome. And, and now once it's now its own separate app, now you've got a lot more room to work with, a lot more real estate to work with within there to be able to really give it all the time and attention and love it needs. So yeah, we're super excited for that, um, which is which is awesome. And I know with Jacob at the helm as the GM of esports and with myself included, uh, helping bolster that community around what we're doing there, uh, I I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great experience for everybody. And it's just going to be a lot easier. Not to mention that almost everyone these days has a smartphone. So building out a really great platform on, on mobile and also an NFT marketplace on mobile, it just makes for overall more an easier experience to just, uh, kind of just do everything that we're doing you know uh yes it's it's a limited screen size but you know uh it's very simple to say oh you know let's add a a, a scroll in and scroll out feature with the with the tournament yeah. bracket and right we'll probably add a more com- a, i don't say complex but a more uh feature rich set on web at some, a desktop at some point but i think what makes more sense um, is to tie the NFT marketplace that we're building into our existing play app. Um, and because that's obviously, you know, tied into everything else that we're doing on the esports side of things. Um, and yeah, sure, it'll probably be a little bit simpler. Uh, and you know what? I think that's what a lot of customers want anyways. Um, OpenSea, by the way, I don't want to knock on them because they've got a, a good product. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's easy to use for the most part. Um, but if it can tie in to everything else, like for example, uh, you play in an esports tournament and you win as an sports scene NFT as first, you know, for first place prize or something like that. For you then to be able to see it sitting in your wallet, uh, and if you want to trade it, you could do so immediately, uh, right then and there in the same product. Well, that's a win. And I think so. Initially, when we launch our NFT marketplace, uh, it'll probably just be and sports scene NFTs. Then we'll probably add other gaming NFTs and then possibly expand to other non gaming NFTs. Um, at some point too, but that would be the trajectory for that. And again, the whole point is to have everything kind of all in one place, which makes the most sense. Yeah. And you, you were sort of starting to answer a question that I had there for me, I'm going to, let's say I'm a customer, right? I purchase an NFT on OpenSea.com, and in quarter two, finally, the NFT marketplace for Zen Sports opens up. I I have big faith, a lot of love for this marketplace, I and I ask myself, how am I going to transition my NFT over from OpenSea to the marketplace? Is this something that's been talked about at Zen Sports yet? Does this require Ken to come on and kind of tell us about what that process is like with smart contracts? How does do we do we know do we know how that process no, sort of works? You, you can just- you can just connect your wallet, right? So connecting your wallet um, will give you access to those. I mean, it's the same thing that you do right now on OpenSea is connecting your uh-huh. uh, Ethereum wallet. So you would do the same here uh, as well too um, with that. And uh, and then we would be able to see what, you know, or the, you know, uh, smart contract would be able to see what the NFTs are that you hold. Um, and, then, uh, and then from there you can trade them. Got you. So I thinking of your wallet as the grounding point here, I guess is the key thing for a customer looking to buy our product, right? Is that your wallet is going to be the spot where there's proof on the blockchain of you purchasing that NFT. And so I think I think that's huge because I'm going to be real. That's not something uh, that's not me prompting asking for a question mark. That's honestly me saying, how do I make sure that I can keep track of my NFT? Because that's that's what I want to do, you know? And for, yeah, please. 
Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like for a lot of people, that's where there's a misstep in education. They don't, they don't realize that there is a certified way to track where you've bought this, this picture, right? That's what a lot of people look at it as at first they go, Oh, you're just buying, you're just buying a JPEG, you know, uh, something that's just gonna, you know, you don't, you won't have physical proof. Well, first of all, you never know what the future holds for anything with NFTs, because I think you, Mark, you and I have both seen the real life uses of NFTs in a day to day, whether Marvel comics or DC comics actually bought a bored ape and then have been using it in their comics recently as like art within the comic. I mean, the uses for NFTs are incredible. I uh, don't want to get too off topic here, but I think it's really cool to say that the Ethereum wallet is going to be the grounding point that is going to tie together, uh, you know, what you purchase well, and, and have proof. Yeah, that's the blockchain. So you don't need OpenSea to have proof of your NFTs. You don't need any centralized exchange for that matter. The whole point of blockchain is it's a decentralized ledger. Mm-hmm. And the keyword there is ledger, which means it is tracking everything that um, each wallet holds, it's tracking every transaction that takes place, um, and it's all out there for anybody to see. So you don't have to, you could never go on OpenSea if you never want to, and you could go onto any uh, block explorer for Ethereum, like Etherscan or whatever, and check out uh, which wallets hold which NFTs. Like you could go right now on Etherscan and see which wallets hold all the boarding uh, NFTs if you want. And you can see every single transaction in real time. Um, and you can see the pictures associated with those as well too, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, right? And so that's all in the data that's already there. That's irrespective of, of OpenSea. What OpenSea is doing is there are centralized, basically marketplace or exchange that then allows the facilitation of the trading of, of that. So right now, if let's say OpenSea didn't exist, or let's say no NFT marketplace didn't exist, yeah. for you, if you wanted to sell an NFT that you had, you would have to like, I don't know, maybe post it online or something or tweet it out or whatever and say, hey, I've got an NFT for sale. Does anybody want to buy it? And um, you, know, you would then have to negotiate that one off every single time. Um, and you'd also have to have a trust factor that if you send in the money, that you're going to get your NFT back, right? And from some total stranger. Whereas a marketplace comes in and facilitates as a go-between uh, the transaction between those two parties. And then they do that obviously for a fee. And so um, that's how exchanges work. The same as crypto exchanges, right? If I yeah. wanted to sell, you know, a thousand dollars in Bitcoin, if I didn't have an exchange, I'd literally have to like go find a buyer myself and then we'd have to transact it ourselves. Um, and that would be really inefficient and problematic. So that's really what OpenSea is doing. It's t- it's taking what is already in the blockchain and in your wallet, which is in this case the NFTs, and allowing the facilitation of buying or selling them. Um, but you could always transfer an NFT. Like I could just give you an NFT if I wanted, sending it from my wallet to yours without ever using OpenSea if I so choose to do yeah. so. Very cool. Well, I appreciate that insight, Mark. I think it's going to help me and going to help a lot of people who might be listening in and watching today uh, because I I certainly, like I said, I, I don't know everything, but every day I'm learning and trying to know more about the space because it it, it moves so fast. It, it, it really does. And I think this ties into our last point here. So I really appreciate it, everyone who has stuck around for this. Uh, you know, Mark and I said that this wasn't going to be a long one today, but this last special announcement, I'll let Mark talk about this because this really, really is, uh, it's a big deal because I don't think there really are any, you know, too many, too many 
products that are promising this, especially for the amount of time that we're doing so. So, Mark, please take it away. What is the special announcement featuring Zensportia? Yeah. So, you know, going back to our earlier conversations and uh, what I posted online and in social media and what we've done in our podcast um, has always been focused around this notion of utility uh, and real value that you're getting for uh, a product that you're purchasing, which are in this case, NFTs. And, you know, you, you go into some, uh, you know, I don't know, Target or some other store and you buy something or even on Amazon. And if it doesn't work out or it's not a good product, you can always send it back and return it and get your money back. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with most products, there's some out there that you can't do that for. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case in the NFT world. So what we are going to do for Zen Sports, and I agree that I don't know of any other uh, NFT collection that's doing this out there. So um, I think we're the first. Um, we are going to essentially offer what amounts to um, a money-back guarantee uh, if you mint during the pre-sale. Uh, and what this means is we are going to uh, what's called sweep the floor uh, on OpenSea uh, once a week uh, for the first 60 days after the pre-sale, where we will uh, essentially, um, for all uh, NFT, Zen Sports NFTs that are selling for 0.1 ETH, so the price that was paid during the uh, the pre-sale will sweep the floor by all NFTs that are at that price of 0.1. So essentially, if you mint your NFT, your Sense 14 NFT during the pre-sale and you pay 0.1 ETH for it, you will essentially for the first 60 days be able to post that for sale on OpenSea uh, and know that you're going to get your money back, less any you know marketplace fees that OpenSea uh, charges um, for and any gas fees that might be. Um, so you're essentially going to get back the price that you paid if you don't feel that you're getting value for it. Um, so we're only going to be able to offer this for the first 60 days. Can't offer this in infinity because obviously we hope that people are getting value for this. Um, but if, if you buy an NFT, uh, you know, during actually, even if you buy it during the public mint, that's fine. It's just, you're, you're, we're not going to sweep it for the 0.15, um, that is, you know, that we're selling for the public sale. So that's another benefit if you buy during the pre-sale yeah. is the ability to resell it for the same price in those first 60 days um, and know that we will sweep the floor and do that, um, you know, is another benefit to minting during the pre-sale. So uh, yeah, it essentially basically amounts to a money back guarantee, less gas and uh, other, you know, marketplace fees, which uh, again, I don't know of any other collection that's doing that out there. Um, and this is a way for us to stand by um, our, uh, philosophy that um, NFTs should have value, um, NFTs should have utility, that we absolutely plan on and already have uh, started to um, implement a lot of real-world membership benefits and perks and rewards and uh, utility and value to our NFTs. And if you don't, for whatever reason, feel like you're getting that during the first 60 days, um, if it's not for you, then we'll, we'll be happy to buy it back at, at, at the cost that you purchased it for. Um, and so we think this is really, really special, really unique, um, and gives people a chance to maybe take a leap of faith that they didn't, uh, already have that. Like if they're like, ah, I don't want to buy this and then be stuck with it. Um, if you buy it, you know, that in the first 60 days you can unload it, uh, essentially back to us at the same cost that you purchase it for, um, assuming it's during the pre-sale. So 0.1 ETH is, is what that sweeping of the floor will be by us. Uh, not higher. Sorry, I can't do that. But um, yeah, for 0.1 ETH, we are happy to, to sweep the floor. And uh, that should give people additional reassurance that we stand by what we're saying um, and that we mean what we, we're we going to do what we're saying we're going to do. 
Um, and uh, very excited to, I think, be the first uh, collection to be able to offer to offer this out there to anybody. Well, you know, the specific 60-day guarantee to me is something that I have not seen any other collection do. You know, with with my limited experience and, and with talking with my good friend Jackson Barr, uh, you know, projects may from time to time do a sweep of the floor, but that doesn't mean that they're going to promise it's at a certain price and it's right. not going to be for a set amount of days, maybe once, right. maybe twice if needed to help the collection along. But 60 days once a week, which equates out to about eight times. Is there an expected day that maybe uh, folks can expect this to happen on like a, a Friday morning or a Saturday afternoon or maybe a Monday, Monday morning, that sort of thing? Is there a plan on when exactly we could be be like, listen, if you want to have your NFT sweeped this week, uh, let us know or put it up by this time. Because usually uh, when you put an NFT for sale in OpenSea or put up an offer, right, it usually lasts for about 24 hours typically. Maybe maybe you can set it for longer. I may be wrong. Sure. Uh, yeah, you can actually. So we're going to be uh, posting a blog post. should be coming out later tonight with all the specifics of the of the uh, 60 day uh, sweeping guarantee great um so all the details there uh, but yes i can say it's going to happen every monday uh uh every monday uh okay. so we'll be doing that uh every monday start with because that just makes sense because the pre-sale is on a monday uh monday the 28th and so the first sweeping of the floor would be monday april 4th and then every monday thereafter until 60 days has lapsed um and in terms of posting something for sale um, it is going to have to be a buy now, so it can't be an auction style thing because otherwise that's just too much administrative back and forth on it. So it's like, hey, sell it for 0.1 ETH um, and every Monday we'll sweep the floor. Now, when you post something for sale on OpenSea, you can you can choose how long you want it for. Um, you can choose uh, to make it custom. So, it, I mean, that's completely up to you what you want. By the way, it might not even be us that ends up buying it. Um, let's say you post it on a Friday for 0.1 ETH and somebody else comes in and buys it. That's fine. Um, we're not always guaranteeing that you'll be able to sell it back to us. It doesn't have to be us. It's just that you want to unload it back at the price you paid it for. Yep. And you're not you're agnostic as to who you know ends up buying it. But yeah, so we'll, we'll go in and any that are sitting in there for 0.1 ETH for sale under the buy now feature, um, every Monday, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, sweep those up uh, up until 60 days after the pre-sale uh, has elapsed. And uh, I think that, yeah, I think that should give everyone a really nice peace of mind that, you know, we stand by our word. We're standing by, you know, what we're promising here. And we want people to feel like they're getting value for it. We don't want people to be unhappy and then, you know, talking badly about us. That doesn't help us in the long run at all with anything. Um, and so going back to that notion that we're a real company, you know, with, you uh, shareholders and with employees and investors, um, you know, we're in this for the long run. And so, you know, we want to, you know, back up our words with, uh, with these actions. And we think this does a great job of it. Well, it sounds like once again, this sounds like a product rather than some, some type of uh, fringe project that may just be a rug pull. You know, that's not what it is at all. You know, we're offering so many different benefits to folks that really, if you're not getting on the whitelist by 11.59 p.m. Eastern time tonight, you are missing out on all of these opportunities and more. And, uh, you know, we have covered uh, so much here today. Thank you, Mark, for taking the time to sit down with me. Uh, that's all the time we, we have for now. Lots to do at Zen Sports before the end of the day today. Uh, but for those of you who are interested, please head on over to ZenSportsia.com. Go to our minting page. Uh, and on there, we will have a whitelist application uh, type form for you to fill out. Although, 
at the end of tonight, that is going to be changed as we get closer for pre-sale and public sales. So the button on there will no longer be a whitelist button. It will finally become a minting button for those of you yeah. who want to purchase an NFT. And actually, we got some really fantastic news today. All 10,000 NFT contracts have been prepped. They've been readied. And so we are in the process of getting those onto OpenSea, which is very, very exciting. So just know they are ready, folks. They are there and they are just ready for the taking. You know, folks just need to jump on them and, and take the opportunity. That's really what it is. That's what we're offering is a fantastic product. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, you can also access the whitelist type forum from our Twitter as well. Zen Sportsia on is the the at for Twitter. It's listed right above us here on, on the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening in as well. We always appreciate your support on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. Until next time, folks, that's all we got time for today. If you did like what you're seeing here please be sure to subscribe to our youtube follow us on our spotify google podcast and other podcasting platforms thank you so much and until next time we'll see you then thank you